Hello footies, welcome back to your latest dose of FIFA Ultimate Team Podcasting Goodness. We are Foot in Review, powered by footcoaching.com. It is Tuesday, June the 6th, 2023. My name is Dan Wimbush, otherwise known as Wimby. I am joined today by the scout, Nathan Downs. And we've got lots to get into, including the Liga NOS team of the season, a brand new icon roulette. We've also got plenty of objectives, including one that has left us scratching our heads with the requirements. And we'll be talking about why you shouldn't be playing games modes you just don't like playing. So let's delve into it. Nath, welcome along, mate. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Dan. Uh, for those of you that are tuning in and watching the video, I have completely overgrown long hair. My beard's not been touched in about a week. I am in full uh, festival mode. I'm off to download festival this week. Uh, haircuts booked tomorrow to probably go as short as possible so I don't have to actually use hair gel. Uh, beard, I'm not sure because download people like to, you know, they're heavy metal. They like big, long beards. So, um yeah, I'm feeling very, I'm, you know, I'm in a good place. I'm, I'm quite happy. I'm quite excited. I'm, I'm also terrified that I'm 30-something, what am I now, 31, uh, going to a heavy metal festival. I've not listened to heavy metal for a good sort of 10 years. So, yeah, um, if you don't hear from me over the next, you know, two or three weeks, then please, please, please send an SOS. <laughs> Mate, you are, I'm very, very jealous. You're going to have a fantastic time. Metalheads are some of the friendliest people you will ever meet. Yes, you might get knocked down a few times in the mosh pit, but there's always someone to pick you up. So uh, I very much look forward to debriefing you afterwards. <laughs> um, but I've also hauled Nate in front of a camera at uh, it's 9.45 on Tuesday morning as we record this. So, yeah, let's, I'll do a school run and we'll get the podcast in the can. So it uh, give, gives you an extra bit of excuse there. But look, speaking of slightly shabby, uh, Liga Nos team of the season, Nate. <laughs> we, we sat here last week and we had to what the Superliga team of the season I think to talk about uh, the, you know at the risk of just you know copying and pasting the audio from last week's show I think it's pretty much the same isn't there there's one player that's taking uh, you know that's held any sort of value and that's Pedro Gonzalez who is around 530k everybody else is below 70k let's focus on the main man himself then Gonzalez can you see why this card is holding a value over half a million yeah I mean his position, he's got his shooting's 94, but his positioning's 99, his finishing's 99. 92 shot power, like, cracked. 93 pace with a very good um, split. So he's got 94 acceleration, 93 sprint speed, cracked. Dribbling 97, everything's 96 and above, including 99 composure, unreal. Passing 94, um, brought it down slightly by his free kick accuracy at 85. So again, phenomenal. Physicality lets him down a little bit. He's got a 52... Uh, jump in 71 strength 78 aggression but he's got stamina so he'll run all day long i think this is a great card and you know it's it's that sort of old thing if this was a la liga card if this was a pre especially if it was a premier league card this will be 1.5 mil plus um i'm just going to check out if what is his ratings is he's five star skills as well four star weak foot so yeah i mean when you look at some of the other players like this i mean you're talking vinicius junior almost i know i think he's double fives but that type of play marcus rashford was seven mil on release and then i think he held about four mil um you've got the rafael who's three through about three mil now like there's not too dissimilar apart from the physicalities um but with the 71 defending, you can do a good job even as a wing-back too um, if you play the five-back or you know three-five-two or whatever. I think this card looks fantastic. I can see why it's half a mil. Liga Nos is the only thing that's kind of holding this price back, I think, because there's not tons of top-tier cards in that league. 
Yeah, I mean, look, as John was saying on Friday's show, please ignore chemistry uh, with this guy. If you can get, you know, all you need is a Portuguese manager and you've got this guy on one chem and that is going to be enough. Uh, you know, this, like you say, where is the weakness with this card other than heading accuracy and the fact he's five for eight? So, look, if you are playing a lot of, if you play him on the, on the wing and he's slinging a lot of crosses in, He's probably not going to, you know, jumping 52 as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he, he, is, he is stuck to the floor, this chap. But other than that, absolutely sensational. He can pass, he can shoot, he can run, he can dribble. Absolute perfect winger, perfect cam. Someone nipping into the box. That five-star skills as well, four-star weak foot. I'd love to work this card in. Uh, and this will be one that I, I will do the Liga NOS guaranteed SBC this week. I mean, what is due out tonight, actually, on Tuesday. I will do it just at a chance of getting this card because I do think he is that good. So, look, GG's if you get him. I would probably chuck him on either an anchor, uh, sorry, not an anchor, an engine or a hawk. An anchor would be, you know, let's see what I get given with an anchor. Let's press the anchor button and see what we get. Uh, okay, maybe not. Um, <laughs> hawk or an engine is what I meant to say. Um, you know, he does become a 79 rated centre back though, which I can anchor on him. <laughs> but I think I'd rather take the engine, which gives him, makes him a 98 cam or a 98 left winger. Really good, fun card to use. And Nathan, as much as, you know, I, I talked about it's been a bit, maybe a bit of a shabby squad. There are actually some nice players in here that, you know, will fly under the radar in terms of, you know, just because their prices are low. I mean, Gonzalo Ramos is the second highest rated player in terms of price he's 69k as well again just a, a decent looking striker five star skills four star weak foot the only thing that really hurts this card for me and why i probably wouldn't be playing him through the middle is that 81 composure that's just not good enough for me at this stage not at this stage no but i mean you were seeing that sort of four three two one um kind of being out there this would be a decent card in that um with his actual the rest of his stats you can still see that you would you would finish well um maybe put a hawk on him or something i think it might be quite tasty with him so i i think that's a, a good card and like you say this this is weird. Sometimes, I think with the last time we were on the pod discussing one of the sort of minor leagues, we were saying, what's the point in having that? These are these are fillers. Um, but there's actually quite a few tasty cards in this league, in this this team. Um, not just the two that we've mentioned, but, you know, a special shout out. I actually packed Jal Mario. I've not used him yet. But he looks a very, very well-rounded uh, card as well. Um, probably playing more as a camera or a centre forward. But again, like, I think I think for, what's he, 33k? Like that's crazy for some of the stats on these uh, these cards, and yeah. they're not alone as well. I think there's some really good value in this. You can, especially if you're just starting, it's a very cheap beast type team, um, and they're definitely going to be sort of powerfully abound in this. Yeah, I was looking at um, because I ran on my second account, the the newish account. I I was running Medina and um, Tadebo as my two centre backs, and I look at this Otamendi card for twenty nine k, and I was looking. Oh, I think I, mean, I think he's better than Tadebo. And I'm wondering whether to try and slot him in. So my old friend Grimy as well. I always love Grimy at left back. Grimaldo. Um, got the additional left midfield slot. Spanish nationality helps him as well. That 99 pace, 92 passing. Very good left back. He's You can see why he's held a little bit of a price as well. At 50K as well. But I, again, I don't really think that there's a stink. There's, it's funny because there's not even really a stinker of a card. I mean, you look at Taremi. For 40k, again, that 95 composure, four star, four star, the shot power being 95, finishing being 98, positioning 99. Yeah, the aggression's a little bit low at 56, but again, if you are building a team 
from scratch and you're trying to have a bit of fun. Taremi is easily a player that you can put in a squad that will get you 14 wins. Easily. Easily. And that is the beauty of all of these team of the season cards. The beauty, and I suppose the curse of it, Nate, because we've spent so many months grinding for these players up through till May. And then a card like this comes around that, you know, you know for well, this card had come out in February or during the World Cup. Millions. And yeah. now he's, he's basically discard and fodder price at 40k. So have a go with some of these players. If you know, if you're looking to maybe finish off your rivals games, trying to get to those latest milestones level, give these guys go because I'm sure he'll have a lot of fun with it. You know, as you mentioned, Jao Mario, how often that you know, Hullet Gang Plus with four stats in the 90 pluses, and he's down at 33k. So absolute, you know, value to be had here. Anything to add on this team before we move on? No, I just I think this is uh, this is probably the best minor league team we've had. Um, like you said, I don't think there's any duds. I don't think there's much you can you can do wrong. I'll probably give Jao Mario a go because he's been pretty solid in in FIFA's of of yesteryear. Um, I don't think that there's there's not many that I'd be raging that I packed. You know, I got excited with Jao Mario. Didn't even realize he was in packs when I got him yesterday. Um, I spent four hundred k coins on the that pack. Um, did all right. I saw him come out. I thought, here we go. I'm onto a winner. Didn't realize he was only about 40k at that time. And obviously he's gone down since, but I think it's been, uh, it's good. And, you know, we're, especially the two of us, when we were on, we do manage to go down the rabbit hole of ranting about all things that are wrong. But I would say this is actually quite a good second team to have out. Um, especially because everything's untradeable now value of players on, on, you know, 95% of these packs don't really matter because you can't sell them anyway. So some, some good cards, some good value for that. Yeah, and I think one of the things that, that uh, when I first saw this team, again, it's it's only eight players, which is a bit disappointing. I can't really understand the reasoning why EA have gone away from an 11-player squad. That, that still seems very strange to me. But I did think, oh, this looks like a copy and paste from last year. But actually, we counted, isn't there? There's only three players from this team that were in the team of the season last year, in Taremi, Horta, and Grimaldo. And you do have one more as well, Otavio, who this year has been released as an objective player, Nath. We're going to talk about playing modes you don't want to play a bit later on, but this card, the only thing that will stop you getting this card naturally is it requires you to have win seven games with a Liga NOS player in your team. But if you can crowbar in a goalkeeper or a defender or something, or you know put Grimaldo in at left back, it should be easy enough to do. But Nath, this is a card that, while it's nice, you have no... Please, please, please do not bother in the slightest going out of your way to get this card. It is just not good enough. No. Uh, in terms of your first team, and this is probably one of the the weakest, um, the weaker players. I know we said there's no duds, but this, you know, in my head, you have to work for this. It doesn't come out in the packs. Um, the, the best thing you can say about this is it's very easy to get a 90-rated piece of fodder, um, which will save you some coins down the line. I mean, he's got very nice dribbling and very good passing. Um, but apart from that, he's not, not ridiculous, um, Portuguese link, but yeah, don't go out your way. But some of the other players we've talked about, there's enough Portuguese players there in other leagues that you can hybrid them in. Grimaldo's le- uh, Spanish left back, so you can put him in. Um, there's plenty of ways to do it. And, you know, we're just around the corner from silly season where you'll get lots of fodder, but you'll also get lots of high-rated SBCs or, or sort of pricey SBCs, I would like to say. So, you know, it might be worth trying to do him just to stick in the club if you can combine it or if you can just do it naturally. But I wouldn't go and say I have to do seven specific squad battles just to get this one player. 
No, especially while the weather is really nice and sunny outside. Please don't uh, be forcing yourself to play seven squad battles or do this. Please only do this naturally. It's just not worth it. Um, but look, each their own. If you want to build a cracking league and team, please do. Speaking of cheap beasts as well, Nathy, the Serie A player that we had released last night is really, really nice. Um, CDM Lobotka, Slovakian, sorry, 37K, 91 rated. The first thing that I immediately, as soon as I saw the stats, the body type, the height and everything, first thing I thought of was N'Golo Kante. Can you see why that comparison is being made? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the the only downside is his pace split is strange. He's 85 pace, but he's got 91 acceleration and 80 sprint speed. So that's strange, but defending... Apart, uh, all in the 90s, apart from his head in the 75, he's got 87 slide and tackle, which, you know, most people don't really slide in anyway, unless you get those sort of kamikaze ragers. Um, got very good dribbling. He's he's canty with cracked passing, I think, isn't he? Because his passing's at 91. So, um, And he's also got the, the work rates that I really like at a defensive mid where he's got medium high, so you don't really even have to give him sets, uh, sort of stay back instructions, whatever. Um, five foot seven, so he's... He's probably going to be quite nippy. You'll be a maybe a mix of Canty and Verratti, I'd, I'd say. Um, so I, I, I think he looks quite good for 37k. Can't really go too wrong, even if you want him to come off the bench and try and shore things up. Um, you could probably start him as well. But I think is he Slovakian, so it's yes. not the easiest sort of player to hybrid into a team. But I think he looks pretty solid. And like I say, 37k, you can't really go too wrong with that. Yeah, card again, if you can get him, it's kind of one, two chem, very, very useful. I was using him for a little bit in the cup last night. Uh, very hard to tell because the cup is, is just very weird and you're not playing with a team you're very familiar with. But he, he felt good and you talk about like the pace splits. I mean, Kante's pace split is 87 acceleration, 76 sprint speed. So there's an 11 difference there. And funnily enough, Lobotka's 91 acceleration, 80 sprint speed and 11 uh, pace gap there. So... The comparisons are there. That four-star, four-star is going to help. I mean, he basically outranks Kante in most things, except for perhaps interceptions, 95 to 90. Kante has the edge, and Kante has the edge, 97 to 90 in reactions. A uh, slight boost in composure as well, but very comparable. Very, very easy to get this card knocked off. As I said, it costs you less than 40K. It's just one squad, and you, uh, you need a minimum of 185-rated player and 84-rated overall squad. So... I'm sure people will end up with some sort of a dupe this week, a very good place to put it and a very useful player. Not just, I think, in like the cup and objectives. I legitimately think you could play this card in there. I guess, Nath, the argument people would have is, well, I could get Labotka in my team or I could get Tenali. There's not a hell of a lot between the two. I mean, Tenali is, I think, a more rounded card and will offer you a bit more. He is also naturally a bit quicker. But... Can you see an argument why you would go for Lobotka over Tonali, or is this just a, a simple one to go for the Italian? I mean, I'd go for Tonali over Lobotka if I packed him untradeable. Um, but I'd rather go for the 30k player that you could throw a couple of dupes and it'll realistically not be much. You know, it'll be a, a pebble in the ocean. Um, 95k when you do have so many players coming out, you know, it, it doesn't sound a lot, but this is the time to change a team around and try new players. So, Tenali to me looks solid, but he's not something that I'm like, he's incredible. I must go and have him. Whereas I'd rather save those coins for a player that jumps out at us. And we'll we'll discuss some players that we use later. 
um, completely different end of the price spectrum. But there's been a couple of players this week that we've used that I think are are head and shoulders. You know, go out, try them, get them for your team because they will improve probably ninety five percent of the squads out there. Yeah. So again, this one is just one you know, kind of the opposite, really, to Otavio. I would say just you know, just go. Just get this player done and chuck it in your squad. I think he'll have good utility, certainly this week while Serie A objectives are in place. But I don't think you can ever go wrong for a player who is that cheap, especially when high-rated fodder is at the level it is right now. We go from cheap beast, Nath, to the most expensive beast I think we've seen for a while. The Champions League final objective got released, the showdown. It's Correa versus Foden. Now, Correa obviously played Prince Milan, 300k. They are the massive underdogs against City going for that treble. Uh, commiserations as a Man United fan, by the way, for the cup Ooh, final. Thank you. Sorry, my friend. Um, but, you know, you got to an FA Cup final, won a cup and finished third, and my team got relegated to League, League One. So, <laughs> uh, Whereas Phil Foden from the double winners, Manchester City, 600,000 coins, Nath. Just, it's been, I've seen this reviewed multiple times by multiple different streamers. Uh, Footbin had a review section out on one as well. The one common theme, I think that, every, you know, if you had to narrow this down in one word, overpriced. Yeah, I mean, you look at, uh, I've not looked into the reviews, but the thumbs up, 454, thumbs down, 3,114. So that that says a lot. The communities has spoken. He looks a solid card, and, you know, Foden's usually quite good fun to use, but four-star, four-star, you know, he's got crack dribbling, like we thought he would. His passing's good. Um, strength's horrific. 60 strength, 60 jumping. His defending's terrible, but you don't really use a Foden card for defending. Um, but even, yeah, just, it's meh, isn't it? You know, we've, we've used that word a lot recently, but nearly 600,000 600, for a card like this, very, very meh. You know, you look at, go over to the Serie A, you know, I used Jabala, uh, not Jabala, I used Di Maria, who I don't like in real life, but that card is unreal. And he's probably just over half the price of this or just under half the price of this. So, you know, I know which one I would definitely be going out to do, to, to get if I could. Um, for just Even with his upgrade, I don't see this being a top tier card. You know, you'd have it in for a week and then something else will come out and, and replace that quite quickly, I think. Yeah, Inception in his review, obviously it comes, Inception gets the reviews done. I don't know how he gets his reviews done so quick, but he does. His closing, the bit that stuck out from his review that stuck with me is he said that this card is absolutely dependent on what EA do with the upgrade because they have been really stingy in the past and literally stuck it to plus twos and plus ones everywhere. And then other times they have juiced it and then given some like stats plus three. And if they boost this card in the right place you know they give it you know plus three or plus four like strength and boost that up or what up and you get the reactions get a plus kind of three that suddenly makes this a lot more of a different proposition i always think phil foden cards are underrated i used a gold card a lot in the opening weeks of this of this game cycle and i was really impressed with him and it's why i keep looking at this card going hmm do I want to complete this on a on a gamble? Because I currently play Wayne Rooney as my basically floating attacking player in my four three two one. He sort of plays in the you know the midfield. He's the midfield. I've got two. I've got Galakante uh, and Bruno Guimaraes who you know lock down all the defensive duties and it kind of frees up Rooney to basically wander forward and play as a kind of a cam second striker. And I look at this Foden card, and yes, the strength isn't there. 
but he's got just about enough about him, Nath, I think, especially with the high, high work rates, to be able to fill some space when needed defending. And then going forward and sort of arriving late into the box, again, the stats are in all the right places, but it's only with an upgrade I would really consider this card. And that's why it's such a massive gamble, because otherwise you're sat there with a 600k piece of fodder. Yeah, even with the upgrade, he's, I, I still don't think he's going to be head and shoulders above for very long either. I don't, to be fair, I don't think he'll be head and shoulders above anything regardless, uh, especially not at that value. Um, but I don't think this is one that's going to last. I may, I may be wrong. Um, like you say, they may juice, they may give him a plus 10 in strength or something like that, which you know changes that, especially if you're going to play him as a, a cam that could help out. But it's not a card, and even with my uh, Man United hat off, it's not a card that when it came out, I was like, oh, oh, that's something I need to do. I need to either work him into my team or I must go out and try that. I just think it's a bit... Again, it's a bit meh. It's just, and we've had quite a lot of special Foden cards over the years, haven't we? Um, the you know, there's other players that say I think um, there's been other players that you could potentially get in um, from set from that city side just now. That is unreal. The whole team's unreal just now. Let's be honest. So, I would like to see that mix up a little bit. I know we've not had a Foden SBC, but we've had you know the over the last two or three years we've had the road to the finals. We've had man of the matches. Um, we've had the World Cup cards or the Euros cards, the group, the silly green cards we had a couple of years ago. So, I would like to see that mix that bit up a little bit. Yeah, it's definitely as much as I think this card's got merit. It's it's so much. It's so many coins, and it's just a shame that they they put such a card. Even if it is going to be great, like you say, there are so many great players for this amount of money. I mean, if we look at the player we were talking about at the top, compare this, you know, those two cards. I know which one I would rather have to cost 600k. I'd rather have Gonsalves than this yeah. Phil Foden card. But there is, I don't want this card to be seen as completely useless because I don't think it is. And I think that if this card does get the upgrade and EA are generous with that upgrade, this could be. Uh, he's borderline he's borderline Neymar level, I think, in terms of that left stick ability and trickery. But of course, that four-star, four-star is what will hold him back from being truly, truly elite. So I think it's an L on the pricing. I think, again, not giving this a five-star and either skills or weak foot is also an L as well. I think EA are potentially wary that this card might be too good. I guess that's the other thing. If they did give it like a five-star skills card, Maybe it would be kind of not meta breaking, but too meta. And EA don't want to give away uh, and make those kind of meta cards really accessible. We've seen it with like the icon pricing all year. They are very reluctant to give away top tier meta cards for cheap. So yeah, good luck if you're doing it. Am I going to do it? Maybe, maybe. Don't do it, Dan. Don't do it. Maybe. Well, speaking of things I shouldn't be doing, but I've done anyway. The 90 plus icon pick, Nath. I sat there. I looked at it. I knew it was uh I knew it was a bad idea. I thought there's so many primes in here. But then I thought, well, I've got nothing else to do. I'm bored on my main account. I did it. 350k's worth of fodder later, include some club legends who made the pilgrimage to the great SBC heaven in the sky. Uh, I was presented with a three-choice option of uh Claude Makalele Prime, Andre Pirlo Prime, and Sanchez Prime. <laughs> Needless to say, None of them are getting into that main team. I almost wanted to just close the web app down and not even make a pick, um, but I, I, I went for Pirlo in the end. Uh, have you done this, 
excellent SBC. <laughs> I have, and I got absolute pelters from our Discord for my poll. Um, can't remember if it was at late Saturday night or early Sunday morning. I did it out of pure boredom. Um, my three options were Prime Butrigueno, who's always nice, but he's not groundbreaking. Um, Prime 90 rated Juan Sebastian Veron, which was nice for a United fan, but in terms of a FIFA fan, absolutely not. And I got a 93 rated Prime Cafu, um, who I said meh at. I was a bit like, it could be better. And I got absolute pelters for saying how good he is. Um, apparently, he's very good in game, but I just went meh because he doesn't. He's not better than what I've already got. Yeah, look, we've run with Nace been in FIFA court before here. And this was the classic occasion of he's been pulled over by the FIFA cops for comments like that. And we've given him a warning. We've not dragged him to court. We've given him a warning saying, you know, to treat this as a, a lesson, young man. Um, <laughs> yeah, Caffey's brilliant. He's played 700 games for me at right back. I think he's absolutely fantastic. Um, can deliver a fantastic cross. Well-rounded, can do what he needs to do defensively. I think the the, question, the debate we were having, Nath, is, is he better than Hakimi? And I yeah. think, I don't think he's better than Hakimi. That, that is fine. But I don't think that there is enough of a, a gap to make me think that I'm missing out by having Cafu instead of Hakimi. I think Cafu does everything you need. And he's got that little bit of icon source as well. So, yeah, I think you pulled one of the, you know, easily in the top five right backs in this game. So, GG's. Well, that makes me think about um, selling potentially Hakimi. The thing with Hakimi is that I can put him into centre vid or CDM as well when I drop into drop Vieira into centre back. So, yeah, I mean, we go back to my pat look. It's actually changed. I have complained throughout the whole cycle, but Tots has been very kind to me. Um, even with Syria this week, I've I know I packed Di Maria on like the first, the only saved pack that I had for this, and then uh, I was doing the upgrade grand yesterday pulled a dupe swollen which was nice because the other one i'd bought and then i ended up with a wonderful uh jibawa so tots as a whole has been kind got benzema from this uh, league uh what was that la liga got benzema got some got some nice cards not benzema's probably my top one i've not had any of the record breaking top one like best players but i can't really complain about pat look just now i know others in our discord have been really unfortunate and you know the likes of pouring v still on the hunt and he's not had much luck at all um so i'm now getting towards that dan wimbush level of uh of luck in my packs yeah i, I i'll mention my pack pulls a bit later on i've buried i've buried the lead should we say um but yeah the 90 plus icon pick look I think this one falls very much into the, if you have got, funnily enough, I just think this is one that you'd only do if you have got a team to kind of level of ours, Nath, where you've literally got so many good players and the only way you're going to improve it is by, you know, getting a Hail Mary of a Trophy Titans, Ronaldo, uh, you know, a Trophy Titans, Vieira, Foot Birthday, Best, you know, that kind of level of card that are in the kind of two, and I know you can afford them, but most people can't get and afford that 4 million coin upgrade. And that's why I do it because I know I'm probably going to get a stinker. And this is exactly why I'm not going to do it on the second account because I don't want to put 350k into probably getting something terrible. There are lots of great SBCs like Paqueta, um, Correa, who we didn't even really talk about. We'll, we'll circle back and talk about Correa in a second. But there are so many and lots of really good cheap icons like Perez, like Makalele. I'd much rather guarantee myself one of those players on the second account. But on the main account, all of those players don't really fit in anyway. So what am I putting my fodder into? Yeah, I could go in. I could go for a long haul of something like Ronaldinho. I'm sure you know, there's rumors of Eusebio and things like that to be coming. But 
for right now, I'm just going to gamble. Gamble didn't pay off. And that's what I would say to you. If you're in that position where only a 10 out of 10 player is going to upgrade your squad, go have a gamble. You never know what you'll get. But if you are looking, you know, on the lower end of the scale and you're hoping for something that's going to get into that first 11 and it's not a God squad, I'd probably stay away from this one. But yeah, let's quickly circle back to Correa because we, we did skirt over him. Nate, he's half the price into not very fancied for this. They've done amazingly well just to get to this stage of of the competition. But I mean, a lot of people like that 87 rated card that he had out during the World Cup. This one, again, it's got stats in all the right places. He's got 90 plus pace, shooting, passing and dribbling, 86 physicality as well. So he's stronger than Foden. He has been given that five-star skills, four-star weak foot as well, um, boosting up from his 4-4 before. So is this one you might consider doing just on the off chance to inter, you know, upset the odds? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not doing either of them because I've got players that kind of already fill that position. But I think this is a much nicer card and a much better price. And obviously, when I say nicer card, the price does factor into that. Um, but... If you're going to use him as a centre forward, as a striker, even maybe a wide cam as well, I think he's he's brilliant. Good pace, like you say, good good shooting, good passing, great dribbling, good physicality. Um, so there's there's not really a, a, a negative to this card, um, apart from the fact that maybe Inter Milan aren't fancied, and you know it's not cut and dry that City are going to win that game either. If you watch the game against United, they got leggy, they looked tired. Um, United were naive. Inter are going to be clever. Italian football is always clever in terms of, you know, they can grind out results. It might not be as open and as attractive, but they'll be very effective. So it could go either way. The actual, the final, I know we're a FIFA podcast, but this will come into it. So, I, you know, City could blow them away or that could be very tight. You know, Inter could easily nick that. They could score and then go full Italian and set back in. So um, I don't think this would be 300k wasted in terms of an absolute dead cert. Um you know, City probably will win it, as they should. They're the best team around. But this card looks amazing. If he gets the if he gets the update updates upgrades, and again, if they give him maybe even extra upgrades in certain areas, I think this could be a a very very good card that could last you a good few weeks. Yeah, I think this definitely does need the upgrade. I don't like that. Again, I always bang on about composure. I don't like the eighty seven composure. Eighty eight reactions isn't great either. Uh, the heading is pretty poor as well. So again, with 81 jumping and 82 heading accuracy, he is 6'2", which helps. The traits are nice. He's got that outside the foot. He's got that finesse shot trait as well. So look, if you do have an inkling that Inter are going to win and you're building a Serie A side, again, if I had the choice, am I going to gamble on an icon or am I going to gamble on this? If I was running a Serie A side, I would put my coins into this um, because I think that that could be a, a real help. And I am, again a slight inkling maybe this is one i do put my fodder into on the second account just in case but as it stands right now it's not a must do for me but you know if you are you are the gambling type go for it so we've gone through that covers pretty much all of the content nate there was one thing though that was released last night that has left the the gamer base a little bit annoyed it was a it was to coincide with the e-Champions League final that's happening this week as well. I think that's in Turkey as well. So they released this Champions League themed objective. Now there's some good packs to get from it. I think there's like a 384 uh, and bits and pieces, special kits and TIFOs and all that jazz. But the mode itself is a special friendly mode, Nate. And to get the objectives done, you have to have three Champions League players, which is just weird because, yes, we have had a couple of cards out this week for Man of the Matches that are in packs. 
But otherwise, people haven't been able to get hold of Champions League cards for months. So, no. And to suddenly then require three, when most people have probably been long since lobbing these players into SBCs, just seems a little bit strange to me. And yeah, it's it just seems unfair. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just to touch on the requirements, it's a maximum of one loan, th- minimum of three Champions League, road to the finals, man of the matches, or road to the knockouts. And like road to the knockouts, the knockouts, like the group stage is finished, what, December? So it was a long time ago. Um, most of them, you know, you knew they weren't going to get any better, so a lot of them would have gone to SBC heaven already. Maximum of three heroes and icons and five games per day. Um, so yeah, it's crazy, and they haven't updated the the price range on some of the, oh, any of these ones. So if you went on the market to buy them, they're all extinct. So people have bought them and to use in the team. So there'll be a lot of people out there that can't do this. Um, I was on the console earlier. There's not even an option for um, Champions League man of the matches. I think it's domestic man of the matches they call them. Um, is the only sort of type like that you could see um, on my quick glance anyway. So I just, it's a very strange one, unless they're going to gift you maybe a player pick, you know, they'll bring out an SBC potentially tonight where you can pack these players, which I don't see them doing, to be honest. I, I, it's just very strange. And it's, I'm not going to say elitist because you don't have to be elitist to have, you know, an elite player to have these cards, but it's, it's, it's what's the word, you know, it's kind of alienating quite a high portion of the player base because lots of people won't get this and the rewards aren't amazing now there's a few you know it's at 385 84 player packs and stuff so but they're still solid enough that people want to do them for that extra chance at one of these lovely blue cards so i think it's poor um but again i'm saying that on a quick dive into it there may be things that i've missed so if there are then i'll apologize but on, on first glance it's quite quite tasteless to put something that's going to alienate so many people yeah, especially a 784 plus is the final reward as well. It's quite a good reward to go for. So uh, I think I think I looked in my main club and I think I've got I think I've got just enough by using one lone player. But yeah, it's yeah not on it. But look, like you said, there might be an objective or something released this week that allows you to do it. So uh, did you say the showdown players counted? Uh, no, it doesn't say anything oh, about showdowns great. on the menu. Um, can't, it's can't even get photo in there. No, so it's not even like you could do both of these if you had enough players. You, it's it says on the menu anyway. Um, Champions League road to the final, man of the matches, or road to the knockouts. Great, fantastic. Well, look, we wait and see. But if things stay as they are, that is, uh, yeah, a little bit cheeky from EA. Uh, we're going to go into a couple of other talking points. Our weekend league experiences. We're going to talk about playing modes you don't want to play. And we've got a couple of questions in our mailbag as well that our listeners have sent in. Of course, if you want to get your thoughts into us. You can leave them in our special room in our discord you get discord access by signing up to our patreon at patreon.com forward slash foot in review lots of different tiers lots of different rewards and incentives coaching discounts merch trading show access all sorts of goodies and plenty more to be coming as well of course everyone gets access to the exclusive tactics that the likes of nath work on as well throughout the year as well so lots of goodies to be had there any information any queries again patreon.com forward slash foot in review we'll come on to all of that but nath let's start with uh, the main sort of talking point that i wanted to bring up today and this was brought to our attention by captain Saveman from the discord he posted it over from the fifa reddit and it was basically a, a psa announcement of if you don't if you're not enjoying your game mode stop playing it just 
just don't do it. And the thrust of the argument was, you know, what is a video game? Why are you going through stuff you don't want to do? Especially at this stage of the game where fodder is so, you know, easy to come by and players are so cheap to get, a, you know, get a really good competitive squad together. Why are you putting yourself through it? Nath, can you see both sides of this? Why someone would be saying, I have to play, I have to put myself through short-term pain for long-term gain. And then can you see this argument from the other people that they're just like, well, just walk away. Yeah, yeah, I can see both sides. I mean, we, we talk about FIFA being quite an addictive game and it is, like it draws you back in regardless of what people say. Like there's always a bit of FOMO in it. You know, I need to do that to get this player. Oh, I need to grind this mode so I can get the, the objective player that nobody's ever going to use. But, you know, when, when World Cup Hullet comes out you need an extra 92 rated player to to add onto one of those big squads so i see it from that point of view um i in a way have had it forced on me that i'm quite lucky that i don't have time to do every game mode um through family life and and work and everything outside so i pick and choose um weekend league being extended until wednesday's been brilliant because i've actually been able to play weekend league now which i never did before unless it was a friday potentially which was um horrific because all the pros and all the elite players are on a friday daytime so i have to pick what i can do um and what's good for my my squad my club and all that so i i wouldn't play a mode like i i know that squad battles gets a hell of a lot of hate it doesn't bother me it's quite easy, especially if you put it on semi-pro. You can do what you need to do, put it down, and go on to something else. So there's ways around it. But if that if that if you had to play um, squad battles on, is it legendary that's the top mode? I, I would I wouldn't sit and play seven games on legendary where you had to sweat probably more than you do in rivals. Um, I, I like rivals. So it's a cha- it's a challenge, and I do quite like bettering myself in uh, weekend league, which we'll come on to in a bit. I think it's been really good fun recently as well. So. I, you know, people may think that I'm a FIFA apologist. I I really enjoyed the gameplay this year. Um, I don't think there's been many. The, the cups are probably the one thing that I've not enjoyed as much. But the ones that I don't enjoy, I've just just stopped playing it. Like if I've not had time, if I think it's going to be squeezed, you know, there's been a couple of them this this time that's taken me to the sort of the Thursday to unlock because I don't get to play it until the Monday or the Tuesday. But if I'm running low, I'm like, well, you know, it would be nice to get that guaranteed player. But at the same time. You know, I'm not going to put myself through the mental language of trying that. So I, I can see both sides. However, through external factors, I only kind of fall into one category. But Dan, how about you? I know you've kind of got a little bit more flexibility in your time. And does that come into things? Or Yeah, I mean, it, it does. I think the FOMO factor was a lot, especially I think earlier in the cycle, I was very much thinking I've got to get those eight wins in. I, I was tearing my hair out a lot of times, especially when I was competing up in elite. I've like and, and going through these long rival sessions and sometimes I'll be losing two. Sometimes I'd be sat there and I'd play eight games, I'd lose six of them. And you just get on a bad run and it just happens. And then you're chasing and your game and I was really feeling that. Um and when I, it's funny, once I started this second account and stopped playing rivals on my main account, I've just become so much more chilled. I just mostly play rivals and playoffs. Uh, so not rivals. I mostly play playoffs and weekend league. Of course, you, like you say, you can play that. You can stretch it over a weekend now. So I've got two weekend leagues to play. I love the open matchmaking, the form-based matchmaking. Get, get a greater variety of games. I'm getting enough rewards. The clubs are ticking over. I can menu grind as well if I need to. And yeah, it's just so much better. I'm not grinding for these players. But you know, I have a spare couple of hours. Like you, Nathan, I don't mind sitting there playing a couple of hours of squad battles. I'll chuck a film on. I'll watch something on YouTube. 
do something like that and just pass the time. I think, you know, other games have grind as well. I've been playing loads of Zelda. There are bits where I'm literally just running around. It feels like for 20 minutes, not actually doing anything. So all games have that aspect of grind to them. So I don't, you know, I, I'm not expected to be thrilled 24 seven by the game. Um, and that's my only requirement for playing a game. I, I can deal with it. I think the thing that I would say to our listeners, and it was actually a comment made in that Reddit thread that really sort of resonated. A guy said, um, you know, I used to be so st- stressed out that like I had to get my rivals games in. Um, and I was even passing up spending time with other people to do it. I stopped that and I haven't gone back and my life is so much better. And I think that's the point I'd like to try and get out to our listeners here that if you've got spare time and you're doing a game mode, you maybe not necessarily love, but you're doing it for, as a means to an end. I think that's fine. I, I would just encourage people not to get stressed out and let it cut into their other time because you feel like you have to get it done. Yeah. Like if you're sat there and you haven't got your eight rivals wins and you've had an offer from some mates to go out, don't pass that up or you have a rare chance to spend some time with the other half or your kids or whatever. Don't feel like you absolutely have to get this done or you're going to be missing out on something, especially at this at this end of the game cycle. In the first couple of weeks, would I say sometimes you have to make a, a few sacrifices? Maybe, but we're in June. We are in June, folks. So please... Go out and enjoy the sunshine. Don't feel that you have to get everything done, especially if you're not enjoying it. Like if you're having great fun playing all these different game modes, crack on. It's fantastic. And it's great that you're getting such value out of your initial outlay of 60 quid, 80 quid, whatever it was. Fantastic. But yeah, please don't put yourself through game modes that you don't want to be doing just, you know, just for the sake of a pack that's probably going to have nothing in. That's that's the thing. I mean, I I put into our Discord after reading that, there's there's one sort of paragraph that stood out to me, um, and we see it quite a lot. Even, you know, we're all quite emotive when we get a pack that's that's crap, you know, let's be honest. Uh, I stopped myself having to use that explicit button on this pod, but some of the pulls have been terrible. But there's one guy that put, I'm seeing so many people saying, I'm done with this game after receiving a reward they don't like. If playing the game itself is not its own reward, then stop wasting your life. It's a game, not a job. And, you know, we're all it's a hobby apart from you know john is is his it's his job um but i've never heard him complain um you know sometimes he he has a laugh saying i wish my luck would turn but there's never been any negativity from it and and that's it i mean there's a bit of a thrill about opening packs isn't there and and seeing what rewards you get and even when you do your red picks on a especially at the moment you're all thinking you know i'm going to get that raffaelio i'm going to get the Vinny or or mbappe or whoever but at the same time like it's it's an escape from reality. That's what video games are. So um, enjoy it. Don't. And if you play for rewards, we always say if you play for rewards, you're just going to get disappointed because ninety nine point nine percent of the time you're not going to hit the rewards that you're you're dying for. Absolutely. So look, let's uh, we're going to have our mailbag um, to complete the show. But just very quickly, we you know we talked about our weekend experiences. Nath, you've been in that very fortunate position through your own hard work that you can buy lots of new players to try every week some of these top-end players that we can dream of. I know you've tried a few of them from this Serie A team. Talk us through your weekend league and you know your your pluses and minuses. Yeah, so um, I did a speed run yesterday. Um, I was like, I didn't have time, so I was like, I'll play to nine. Um, end up getting to 11 and two, which wasn't too bad. Um, started off very sweaty, but it one the because I hadn't played since I think it was Thursday. So once I kind of warmed up, it got really okay. Um, I bought, I'm quite lucky. I'm changing my team pretty much every week. Um, this week I bought in, uh, 
the whatever the top Van der Sar is, who in one game especially I won, and I should never have won. He was just like a brick wall. Um, he was like the guy who was at Doctor Ock from Spider Man, where he literally just pulled out <laughs> arms from anywhere. So he was he was brilliant. Um, I did a wee a wee sort of paragraph in our Discord. Theo Hernandez is exactly what you'd expect. Rapid, just very well rounded. Uh, Smolin and Tamori and uh, centre backs, they were they were very solid. They were brick walls. You know, there were times they got cut open by the min- more nimble players, but when that happened, I just used the heavy tackle and just absolutely battered the player. So I'm just quite happy with that. Um, who did I had? I don't think I, oh, I brought in Vieira into midfield, um, who is wonderful. Um, was that the one. Trophy Titans one? Yeah, it was the first time I've really got into him. Uh, as Shaq basically instructed me to buy him, and he was just pure class. Um, so he was partnered with Renato. Um, I bought, a, well, I, I packed Di Maria on Tradable, who I don't like because of his time at United. But uh, his card, um, is the World Cup or the flashback he had? He had a special card earlier, which was which was decent. And this card was really, really good. Really liked it. The way he moved, the way he kind of just got into little pockets. Um, he came up with quite a few goals as well, so that was grand. Um, but but the main man um, was the new Victor Osman card, who is just stupidly good. And I don't understand why he's so much lower than the other top. I say top because he is a top striker. Uh, but he's price-wise, he, apart from the fact he's Nigerian, he's not got the five-star skills. The, you know, I probably got better uh, better output for him than I did on Mbappe, you know, the new Mbappe or the Titans R9. Um, he's he's more, he's actually probably more of an all-round striker than the rest of them because he has that frame. He's a cross between Mbappe with that pace and Erlen Haaland with the physicality. Can't get the ball off him. The amount of headers he scored is just unreal. He just bullied every defender, including Van Dijk. He basically made him look like a little baby. Wow. Um, the pace is unreal. The five-star weak foot, he'd score goals from stupid angles that I've got no idea how he did it. Um, I think I probably put, I bought him on Sunday, so he was a bit higher than he is now, but... I say if you've got a spare three or four mil, which sounds a lot, I know. <laughs> it's just down the they, back of back of the foot sofa, that is. Uh, not anymore. I've just wasted a lot of I've, my flips have not worked very well this week uh, this uh, tonight. But if you can afford him and you can fit him in, he is probably the best striker I think I've used um on the game. Um if you had five star skills, he would definitely be the best striker. But he's he's he is up there with, you know, Mbappe and Titans R9. Um and I also love that that Allen. So can't th- can't say highly enough of him, but if you can fit him in, definitely give him a go because he's he's a game changer. I was going to say that is very high praise indeed. Um, I was very lucky this week out of my league and pack. I was very much expecting on the main account to get another Benjamin Andre. Uh, imagine my surprise when Lionel Messi walked out. Well, he didn't even walk out because I was doing it on my on my phone, and I just literally sat back and laughed only because not twenty four hours before Nath, me and you were having a discussion. I said, "Oh, I'll." It's like, oh, if I got messy, it'll be really annoying because in a first world problems term, because I never really get on with messy cards. Sure enough, 24 hours later, I get messy. And do I get on with him? He is so good that even though I don't play to his strengths, he still does a really good job. He's replaced player of the month and Bappe in my side. Did really well in my first week in league. I got 14 and five on both accounts this weekend, um, which from a personal point of view, I'm, I'm absolutely delighted with as someone that's a perennial 11-win merchant, to sort of be knocking off 14 wins now. Um, and that's partly due to the, you know, the advice and stuff I've had from the fantastic, you know, couple of sessions I've had with foot coaching, but also, you know, all the guys that pop into my Twitch chat as well at twitch.tv, 4 um, giving me 
advice and sort of critiquing bits and pieces I do sort of helps me. And also just being a bit more relaxed at this part, you know, being not afraid to try the, the odd skill move that I've never really had in my game. So yeah, really happy. Messi, I mean, great. Do I think he's absolutely game-breaking, brilliant? Uh, personally, no, I don't think so. But I think he is obviously an, an elite tier card. But would I pay 4 million coins for him? No, I'd rather go out and buy Oz, Ozerman, who I think would make much more of a difference to a... And a, a more average, like like myself, a more average player. I think maybe if we're talking about 16 win plus, maybe things change, but tried him. The other player I got was Barella. Mm, wasn't massively thrilled with him. I thought Bruno Guimaraes is a better all-round player. So I think Barella lasted about six, seven games. I think he had one goal and one assist. And Bruno, within like the first couple of games, had equaled and, and matched that playing in the same rest of the team. So that's my only other sort of, Real experiences this week. Um, rewards, otherwise, uh, again, I cannot possibly complain. I just got Lionel Messi. But the best of red picks on both accounts were Smalling and um, oh, the Juventus sense about Bremer. Ooh. So I just found it odd that out of you know t- seeing 12 players, I think those were the two best options. I think I did see one Tonali, but um, I went for Smalling over him. So yeah, rewards. And in the, the team of the season packs, oh, I did get... Um, and the, the RTG got Di Maria in the three-player pack. So can't complain too much. But yeah, the only thing I thought, Nathan, I wanted to bring up from Weekend League, and I know you're a, you're a, you're a five-back rat, so, <laughs> was that your numbers are multiplying, sir. I faced yeah. many five-backs. And look, it's I joke it's, that it's ratty. I, I don't like playing it. I Mostly because I, I found in my experience that it makes for a duller game because I just think it's harder to break that down, but also the players playing five back, a lot of them, unless they're at a kind of a good level, don't have a great variety of attacking patterns. It's all very similar and samey, and the game's just just dragged for me. But, I mean, you, you might have a different experience playing it. Yeah, I mean, well, just look in our Discord, and not to blow my own trumpet, but we put we put some out um, from our team, um, and people are saying, you know, they've never scored so many goals, and different variety of goals so you can play it in a right way um and there's so many different options that come up so i reverted to that at times the only way to really match a five back unless you're a top level player is to sorry the only way to face a five back is to match it with a five back otherwise um the the, the full backs overlap and just kill your four at the back so um yeah, I, I've got one. Check out if you're in our Discord. Uh, if not, it's a Discord. It's a Patreon only special. But then you know, come in, say hello, uh, get used to them. Um, I reverted to that at times when I found the when I came basically I came across see, the five backs of the four three two one. So you know, are we going to say the four three two ones now, right? Because everybody's doing that and just trying to blitz your opponent. So um, I had Di Maria playing right back, which on paper is very strange but he was very effective he did a job um but yeah i i find it quite fun to be honest and i'm now at the point where i'm contemplating seeing if i can work out how to get my main setup into an actual five back if you've got hakimi and theo hernandez as your full backs then you know there's not there's probably not many better ways of playing it than that so i need to try and work out if all the players that i have and i want to have can actually make this up into a proper effective one um because if done right it's it's sort of like you say it's it's hard to break down but you can have so many good especially the five four one i've seen a few people do the five is it five two one two which i find a lot easier to face but the five four one is just it's a nightmare to face um and 
in all honesty, you don't have to be the best player to use it. Um, yeah. So, which is why, you, which is why I guess it's probably more of a variety formation because you can auto defend on it a lot, but at the same time, it's effective. People are going to do it. Um, there's ways ways to break it down, which I'm not going to say right now because I don't want people to be able to break my, my tactic down. But at the same time, there are ways to face up against that. Um, so I enjoy it, to be honest. I never thought I would enjoy it, um, especially with the players I've got. I've gone quite heavy on this sort of flair and the very good attacking players now at this time of the year. But it's it's fun. It's great. And I think, uh, yeah, it's gonna, I don't think it's going anywhere, to be honest. I don't know how they can patch it to make it less effective just now. Yeah, it, it's tricky. I mean, look, the one way I found to break it down was to actually to go really narrow. Uh, I went four one two one two two against it, and actually, I was finding that I was overwhelming the players. I had enough runners and things coming, especially if you're playing like one two and triggering enough runs. You've got enough players flooding through the middle that once you break through that line of their, especially if they're playing five three two, once you break through that line, I actually found I was getting enough space in there and just literally just overloading through the middle. And I wasn't even getting caught too much out wide because I've got just got two fullbacks on stay back and that CDM sitting, sitting in the middle as well. So it was, I was, it was kind of matching up a little bit. And so that was my way. But again, it, as with any formation, you know, we can joke about rats and this and that and the other, but it's all how you play it and the different patterns and things you do. So, you know, I am going to continually label it as ratty though, Nath. Um, it is, you know, I've got I've got my rat stamp of uh, disapproval on there, but in all seriousness, play play please play this game you want to play it and just just play it to the most enjoyable way you can, um, and don't get too wound up about how other people want to play the game because you know they pay the same money you have um, in most cases. So that wraps up our weekly experiences. Let's delve into the mailbag again. You can send them in if you're a member of the Discord, patreon.com forward slash foot in review as well. You should also mention, Nate, there's a special promo going on right now. We do. Uh, today's the last day for 20% off our foot uh, foot coaching, foot and review merch, um, which is wonderful. Patreons get an extra 5% off that as well in June and July, um, which is brilliant. Um, we've also got good discounts on the coaching as well. Um, we still have... Uh, well, we've as many individual uh, sessions as people want. We've got spaces as well for a couple more programs if people want. Um, we've taken that up. There's a special price came on, uh, which John launched. Was it Friday after the show? Um, it's had an amazing uptake. It's been really, really popular. Um, so again, it's not just going to teach you how to use it this game, but the the fundamentals and and the mechanics of the game, and, and you know, it's something that you can transfer hopefully onto you know any further installment of the game. Uh, Dan, you've you've had it, I had it, and I'm I'm fortunate to be part of the team that helped sort of coach it on as well. But they'll last you. Uh, the tips and the advice you get will will stay with you. So so it's well worth it. You know, I'm not trying to plug it for any other reason than it's it is a benefit if you can do it. Yeah, and look, even if you know money, we we absolutely appreciate things like money are tight. Even if you end up having like one session or something like that, I can say that you know I've only had kind of I tend to have like one session a year, and it's just the the advice and stuff you get from that feedback from one session has been so invaluable. That's the reason I'm, I, my rankings going up. I said the fact that I've got fourteen wins on my second account has nothing to do with the fact that I've got Messi on my main account. It's got everything to do with learning my and getting my mechanics better learning about myself and my own game and my bad habits of dragging people out of position and stuff like that. So you can highly endorse footcoaching.com 
for all the information on that. But let's finish off with the mailbag, Nath. We're going to start with our main man, Shack Attack. He says, chaps, Vinny or Nay, who do you think you guys, who do you think will have a better impact in game and more fun? And he also says, attack, midfield or defence, which area is the most important to spend as much as you can getting the best players in? So very quickly, Vinny or Neymar? Uh, used both. It it's fully depends on the position. Vinny, uh, it's got that explosive speed. So if you're uh, the L1 sprint uh, merchant, then Vinny, absolutely. But if you're a bit more intricate, um, Neymar moves differently. The, the way he pulls off the skills is just unreal. So if you're a pure... Pure pace merchant Vinny, but again, if you're if you're a bit more of a skiller, a bit more of a tiki taka, then then Neymar's the one for you. Yeah, I think if you're purely looking at who's going to get you more wins, I would say it's Vinny. Who's going to have more fun? I would probably say Neymar. I, I still maintain what I said in last week's show. Was it last week's or two weeks ago where I said Vinny's the most fun player I've used? Mm-hmm. Not a chance to use that new Neymar though, so I will uh, put that caveat in. And then on your second point, where do you think is most important to spend your coins, Nath? Attack, midfield, or defence? <laughs> Probably attack because you'll overpower them. Whereas midfielders, there's so many similar midfielders in now, but you can see the the attackers are the ones where the, the value in the coins are being held, and that's for a reason. They are the game changers. Whereas, you know, there's there's midfielders out there and defenders out there that are very very good and are better, but there's also so many of them now that are like for like. So I would say your attackers, you know, any of the cross the attack informations are probably the best the best one for me. But what do you think, Dan? Uh, yeah, I fully agree. I think your central attackers uh, are my number one priority. Then I actually think it's your central defenders. I think getting uh, a truly elite centre-back, someone like Team of the Season, Virgil van Dijk, is going to be, uh, Team of the Year, sorry, is going to be much more important than having even, say, Team of the Year or Team of the Season, Kevin De Bruyne or a Bellingham in there. I just think they will make that big difference. But yeah, the guys that are putting the ball in the back of the net, easily number one. Then your central defenders, then probably your CMs, and then it's all about the wide players. And I think the lowest priority for me, especially in this year, is goalkeeper and fullbacks. I think there are so many of them, and they're all much of a muchness. Yeah, there are obviously elite versions in all those positions, but I think you can get away a lot more with uh, with having cheaper players. Uh, let's move on. Rob, is it says, mechanics question. I know we're not supposed to be pressing sprint when attacking, unless you have space to run into. Is this the same concept when defending? Nath, I'll throw this one to you. Yes, absolutely. Um, if you've got space where you need to go, sort of go straight back, then by all means sprint. But um, especially, you know, when you use the jockey, if you're using sprint and jockey, um, the two of them together, um, we describe it a bit like a magnet when you've got the opposite sides of the magnet where they kind of push you away or you do kind of weird movements. So um, if if you're in close proximity, don't sprint. Uh, use the jockey. You know, the jockey's the probably the most overpowered sort of defender tool you've got just now. Uh, so stand them up and jockey rather than sprint. Otherwise, you'll be you'll be dragged out. Yeah, absolutely. As my doorbell rings. Wow, the magic of editing. As my home doorbell rang, and I've had to sprint up and down stairs to uh, to get that to get the door answered. Um, but we will finish with talking foot. He says, "How can I not qualify for champs? But I just played someone with reds all over the place and beat him in rivals." Nath, pressure. You know. You, if you lose a game in rivals, then you've got the next one to go. You've got the next one to go. You get was it nine, ten games in qualifiers and champs? You you know you're only limited. It's the same as the cup as well. So there's extra pressure, extra incentive. People are also playing differently in these in these other modes. They're either trying to get the rage quit or just trying to do different things. Whereas in rivals, it's probably the sweatiest in terms of you try hard. Um, 
for the overall game. You know, you do it in champs or qualifiers or whatever. Some people are doing it for the first 30 minutes and then they realize the stamina is going to go and they have to change the way they play. But uh, Rivals is, is very much more, you know, good players trying to get better and get higher up. So I think it's purely a pressure thing. Um, you know, just just breathe, play the ball back, play, keep possession, do something, do, keep it safe um and then and don't get rattled um because we're all guilty of if people are are in those pressure situations and you do one thing wrong your head goes and then all of a sudden you, one thing going wrong leads to a goal leads to sending off leads to a rage quit so that's probably the biggest thing for me yeah absolutely break your games down more in terms of when you play them um you know especially if, <laughs> Try and, try and finish on wins as well if you can. Try and keep that positive headspace going. Um, yeah, it all does. It's such a mental thing. It is all about the pressure that you put yourself under. That expectation of I'm struggling to qualify for champs, and that that, that feeling as soon as you go behind of oh god, it's happening again. Um, I, I've absolutely been there um, in weekend leagues and in rivals and everything, so I can absolutely understand why you get into it. But take that confidence from beating somebody with those team of the team of the season team of the year players just think i can do this treat every game as if it's a one-off don't worry that you're zero and three or four and two or whatever you are just treat it as well, i'm zero and zero in your head try and ignore the situation you're in and just as they said play every game on its merits but look that is going to wrap up the show this week thank you very much to everyone who submitted in questions Thank you to you, Nath, for joining us. As always, the show will return. There's a little bit of a scheduling question. Uh, John is away this weekend. I have got work commitments. So we're trying to see if we can try and get a show out on Friday. We're expecting it to be ultimate team of the season. So a lot of the players we've already you know, discussed over the past few weeks anyway. So go back and listen to all of our Friday shows. But look, we'll try and get a show out. There is a, a potential, maybe Grandpapa Mac may host a show, but I don't want to promise something that's uh, definitely not coming out. Regardless, we'll have a show either at the back end of the weekend or the start of next week covering all the things with Ultimate Tots if, uh, if we don't get that show out on Friday. So stay tuned for that. And apologies if, uh, if we do miss the Friday show. Nath, where can people find you online? Uh, Twitter is NJ Downs and then our phenomenal Discord at Nathan Downs. Yeah, I'm at Wimby on Twitter, Wimby86 on Twitch as well. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. One thing left to do, Nath. Drop it. We're going to drop it. Drop it. F U T. F U T. F F F U T. F U T. 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 T.